Please welcome on stage Janet Johnson. Hi! Is this on? Hey everybody, welcome to Honest Tea with Z. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> talk back to me. It's just us. It's a very intimate crowd. Please talk back. So I am Zainab, and oh my God, I did my Honest Tea with uh, Z podcast every single Tuesday for like two years. And, you know, sometimes it would be like 10 minutes because I would get in and get out. And then sometimes it would be like 90 minutes. It'd be like a, you know, it'd be like a lot of information. And then eventually I got tired of talking. <laughs> so today is like a one-time uh, comeback of it. Uh, so thank you so much for, for joining us. I have an a extremely uh, special guest. But I always used to start my podcast because I felt like, you know when you like read the news cycle and stuff like that? you can get bogged down with like a lot of negative things. Like the first thing I saw this morning when I woke up was um, an accident that happened on stage with a K-pop group. Did you guys see that footage? A Korean pop group, a male pop group, they were performing and they had these big projector screens on top and the projector screen fell in the middle of the performance and fell directly on one of the members. And then it toppled to the right and fell on another member. And that was like the first thing in my news cycle today. And so before I would ever get into like talking about stuff, you know, that maybe wasn't so pleasant, I would always try and start my podcast with a positive quote. Um, so we're going to just do a positive quote, okay? Is that okay with everybody? I got this from the Instagram page. Sometimes my positive quotes be like, James Baldwin, <laughs> Maya Angelou. And then sometimes it'd be like, I was scrolling on Instagram. And, and so this was a scroll on Instagram that I had from weeks ago that I just saved. Do you know how you see things and you're like, I want to, whenever I open my phone, I want to see this. I want this reminder. And so this is a reminder whenever I open my phone. It says, focus on gratitude, kindness, growth, health, and daily wins. So... If we don't say nothing else good for y'all today, focus on gratitude, kindness, growth, health, and daily wins. All right, I got a bunch of topics to get through. My guest is, is phenomenal, fascinating, and I can't wait to talk to her. So without any further ado, please, please help me welcome. She is an amazing comedian, actress, writer, producer, friend. You've seen her on The Degenerates on Netflix. You guys, she has a Comedy Central half hour. You've seen her on Life with Beth on Hulu. She has so many other things coming as well. She's on a nasty show at this festival happening tonight, so do not miss her. Please give it up for the wonderful Yamanika Saunders. <laughs> Get up here, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. Kind of light jazz. <laughs> yes. It was music I bought on like SoundCloud for like $22. I love it. You better buy it because if you don't buy it, they will strip it down. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of producers out there that like lease their beats. Like you can buy it, like not the big, big producers like Swiss Beats, but like there's people trying to get in there. Yeah. And like they've like, you know, they make like hundreds of beats and they just lease them out for like a three month or a year period and you pay it's 
It's it's the same as like Netflix for beats. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna lease nobody beat. Once you give it to me, it's mine. So I'm gonna take your beat. How you gonna get it back? Well, you don't get it back, but then when you get that little summons in the mail, like, hey, y'all, I've been listening to your little podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but they don't know me. I've been. I'm sure I'm supposed to be arrested in at least 49 of the 50 states somewhere. <laughs> I'm not. I, I will ignore a summons. Will you? Do I look like I follow the law? <laughs> okay, so Yamanika is this, this is this is what's great about her because you might not think she looks like she follows the law, but she'll be the first one like up 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 up. Nope, it don't say go. We not walking. I'm like, ain't no cars coming. Nope, because you know they be arresting people like me. So I mean that is true. That that is true. I I still have a lot of my upbringing, which I'm I live very chaotically now. But I grew up very like conservative Christian, so yeah, Jesus is somewhere lurking around. <laughs> so I always love that you say that because this happens. I don't know if you, any of you in here know, but I'm Muslim, um, and <laughs> most of my friends aren't. And Yamanika, <laughs> she already laughing because <laughs> you know. There's like this very respectful thing that a lot of my friends do where they try to find like the, the, the parallel point between the different religions. So Yamanika might be on like a Jesus rant, you know? She might be like, well, you know the Lord and Jesus, and now I don't know, now who do, now can, can, now who do you need to pray to? Because I want to make sure we completely, like it's very, she is very inclusive. Yeah, I'm very much like, but I also, need to make sure like we on the same page. So we both believe in God. Yeah. I got an extra step, you know. Yeah, you Jesus. go through. Yeah. yeah. Which I still think is better than like being Catholic. I mean, that they go through Jesus too, but then they also got a liaison. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we go, we like to directly bother the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm not doing no Hail Marys. I ain't telling this man nothing. You saw what I did, so let's just talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I like to go straight to the source. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I whenever people start talking about other like uh, denominations or religions, I got nothing. I know you was like a thousand. I'm like, let me think of a law and order episode I seen because I know right. cops be Catholic. It just be blowing my mind. Like, I have these old gospel songs that I start singing, and I'm always, like, in the middle of some gospel song, and then I turn to Zaynab, and I'm like, why don't you know this black gospel <laughs> song? Like, why? Every time I turn to her, it's like a white woman from Wisconsin who has no idea what's happening <laughs> in the black community. <laughs> the black church community. Yeah, I'm like, you I don't, don't know. know. You ain't got a little bit of this? <laughs> no. Crazy. No. Mm -hmm. Yamanika and I met filming Last Comic Standing. Yes. Can I just say this? I've said this before. So I came, I'm very short. Okay. I'm five, four and a half. And I'm sh and I and I announced that I'm short because a lot of people who meet me through either seeing me on TV or something has not been in my physical presence. Yeah. Whenever they meet me, the first thing they go is Oh, like, because I'm so short to them. They think I'm like this tall, big. Because you're present. Right. And I run my mouth like your I'm presence, a, a your seven energy. Feet tall. Yeah. And then they see me and it's like I'm a little, I'm like a little pocket bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they're like, where is this coming from? But when, so I had my little 
teeny ass. Not t- I'm a bit, you know, full figure, but short. And Zaynab was in the elevator. And I was just thinking about, like, the show and this and this and that. And I looked at her, and I was like, oh, my God, look at this beautiful being. And she didn't have hair at the time. She had a hair. She, you don't know how important it is that you, only gorgeous women need to be taking this hair off. You know? Like, you cannot. I don't care if men, women get See, upset. See, I disagree with no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I would never rock a bald head. I always say, like, and I, I would say it as delicately as I can because Zaynab and I, Zaynab is class and sophistication and humor, and I'm a bar, a bar rat um, with street vibe. So a lot of, I'm tailoring a lot of things I'm saying to keep it real PG, but I always say Girl, do you. You are here to be you, exactly who you are. When Jada Pinkett said she had alopecia, and I said, did nobody know she had, didn't have hair because she never had hair. I said, but she's a gorgeous woman, so you can look at her and go, okay, nobody, no problem. Me, I look like three niggas fighting over a muffler if I don't have no hair. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> so I'm not even rocking that I can't have no hair. I'm not, and a lot of women, that's what I'm saying, be honest with yourselves. Not that, you know, you're not beautiful deep in the inside, but on the outside, make an assessment. Do you? You can't really not have her, you know. So when I saw Zayn, I was like, wow, like, she's so stunning and tall. Like, every time I look up at Zaynab, I realize how ants live. <laughs> Just like I see the clouds hovering over her. There's a halo. She's got, like, paperwork from heaven, you know, that they directly. So that's how I was looking at her. And so I always, I've always thought in the beginning I spent a lot of time in the beginning, I think, of our friendship, like, hoping that you didn't think I was weird because I was mesmerized. And I'm, like, was staring at her. But I don't have, like, a good stare, like, a nice stare. I have, like, a... <laughs> like, I'm like I'm looking at something in a horror film kind of stare, and then it, like, doesn't disengage, and then it's, like, very intense. Because I got... I'm a Scorpio, so I have Scorpio eyes. So I was looking at her probably, like... We could have did our own version of single black female. I was looking at... Like that, so stunning. And you did kind of, in the beginning, I think, move away from me a few paces, because you didn't know my steez. You, no, first of all, if ever y- y'all got to do a tribute to me or a keynote, please get y'all many, okay? <laughs> I always do this to you. I always say, I think you're such a f- wonderful we person. We was in the elevator together. I couldn't have moved away from you if I wanted to. There was a part of your spirit that moved to the no. side. Yeah, it no. was. The, that part of my spirit had nothing to do with you. That's like the New Yorker in me. Like, that's to, every, you know, yeah. I, yeah, that's just like, you kind of, you know, New Yorkers, we <laughs> were doing six feet before COVID. You get what I'm saying? It's just an arm's length, you know? I was right next to you. Stunning. Okay, enough. Uh, <laughs> but the thing about Zaynab is, like, once you see her on stage, she's, obviously she's very beautiful, but then she's so funny, you know, and you and uh, that's the thing I really appreciate because, no, because some women are beautiful and then they just like, whatever, and then you go, wow, she's such a beast on stage, so funny, and I respect her. I only hang out with people I respect, so there's a lot of women I don't talk to, but, um, and they know it, but... Here I am on Honesty with Z. <laughs> she did 
then she sent me a voicemail like, we doing honest tea with Z at the double tree at three. <laughs> and then the next message was like, I know it's at 3.30, but three rhymes. <laughs> I love it. Y'all, Monika is the most, like, uh, I be feeling bad because when she come to my house, I don't be having nothing. I be like, girl, you know, I, I might have a bottle of water for you. I be like, well, did you eat first? Because you, you know I ain't got shit in the refrigerator. I think I got a bottle of water, but I'm not sure. So bring some for yourself just in case. I don't know why I open your refrigerator. Every time I open and stand there, like, something's going to appear. <laughs> like, if I look long enough, I mean, it be strawberries back there going, help us. <laughs> <laughs> we so lonely. <laughs> but then at her house, I'll be like, she'll be like, you need, I mean, she could be in the middle of like a whirlwind of things and she'll be like, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. And I'll be like, oh, I think I'm gonna run out and get some tea. And she'll be like, no, I got tea. She'll set up a tea set. What kind of tea you want? I'd be like, oh, whatever you got. She'll sit up, she'll sit out like special packets of tea, mm -hmm. multiple packets of tea. Like then when I'm done with the tea, she'll be like, she'll stop what she's doing in the middle of something. It could be like she could be in the middle of a business deal. You want some more tea? You want me to refill? And then she got cats. So she'd be like, Brooklyn, sit down. You want some more tea? <laughs> yeah. You know Zaynab don't want to be bothered. It's, it's just so Brooklyn, my cat Brooklyn loves Zaynab. I mean, I'd be see, he was also like I was in the elevator. Just looking up at the sky. Because Brooklyn, he only feel full with a few people. The thing about his 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 character is he doesn't really like to be bothered. You, I always look at my animals when people come in because you can tell right away, animals and children, if you your vibe, the undertone of you isn't right, and you look at them, if they're not... I have ushered people out of my house very quickly when Brooklyn doesn't come out and at least come into the front area. But he's all on Zayn. I be oh feeling so God. bad because he like he you know cats will put they want a territorial so they he's bumping his head against her and she's like why is he bumping me and I'm like he's marking you he's now he owns you. No, no, <laughs> no. It be a, it be a little bit more aggressive than that. I'll be trying to go to the bathroom and he'll get like a head start and try and like rush in the door before I close the bathroom door. I'm like you ain't even gonna let me use the bathroom. No. No, he's it's, This is unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Monica, we got topics. Like, I could Let's talk to it. you forever. I but know. do you want to you wanna get into... I want to get into the topic. Oh, first I wanted to first I wanted to show a bit of your stand-up. Everybody's seen Yamanika's stand-up, right? Maybe be, not, but yeah. It'd be crazy. Let's play it. This is, this is a really short clip because... I'll I'm, tell you why. I t do, play, this is a clip from your Degenerate set Netflix. It's a very short clip. Like, the reason why we fucking up as women is because of fucking Barbie. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Barbie had 900 jobs. She was president, accountant, she was secretary, bitch sold Avon, sold lemonade. She was Cardi B for two weeks for some reason. You know, she was doing it all. And she fucking with a dude that ain't got no fucking job. She fucking with Ken. Ken ain't got no job and no dick. What the fuck she with him for? Why would you fuck Kit? At least fuck G.I. Joe. He got a couple of missiles. He can stick up your pussy. Yeah, Monika Saunders, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I've taken that joke back out because I'm working on a new hour. And it, it's so funny because sometimes you'll have pieces in your set and you're like, you did it. And you're like, oh, man, it doesn't feel so complete. And there's so much more in this new hour that I talk about women and, and our experiences and it just is so relatable, this, this topic now, because 
you know, women are so beautiful and we have so much to offer. We have such a angelic thing about us. Even I, as rough as I can be, there's such a delicate beauty inside. And I want women to really grab onto that because we're in a weird time now where, and that's why I'm glad we have honesty with Z and we, you know, I do my <laughs> podcast as well. I haven't done Rant and Raven, and Raven. Time, but I do live with Yamaniko on YouTube. And I talk a lot about like, we're in a real weird world where men are like all of a sudden feeling like they're attacked by women for whatever reason. And I don't know where that started, but in that, because women, we are vessels that are often filled. We, I see a lot of women being filled with the, the gunk of men and I'm trying to help women pour that shit out. And it's uh, and in a way that's not natural to women pouring themselves out, you know? And I've had to uh, sort of unlearn some things and then relearn some things about myself and realize that like validation for myself and what I have as a woman and where my value is has to come from me and not from, you know, unfortunately if you fuck men, you know, you gotta deal with them. <laughs> It's a thin balance. You got to deal. If you want a man, you got to deal with a man. You got to deal with his philosophy and his bullshit. But in the process of all of that, it, it's about defining, do I really need to deal with a man? Or will I hold out and wait for a man who really understands not only who he is, but allows me to be who I am so that I don't have to be some version of whatever he thinks a woman should be so that he can be a man, right? Independent of that. So... <clears throat> Yeah, I'm bringing, uh, I'm bringing it back. So the reason, well, one, yes, absolutely, yeah. you know. Uh, and I think that there's, I, th I do think between men and women, there's definitely like an unlearning that has to happen. I think there's been a miseducation between the genders uh, for a very long, you know, for centuries. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that can be unlearned and then learned correctly you know, quote unquote correctly, it's not something that's gonna happen overnight. But the reason why I think I chose that clip today is I watched you the other night at the Nasty Show. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you thought that was funny, the joke has evolved. Yeah, it really has. It's, listen, I screamed so hard in the back that this morning when I was coming back from my run, Yes. A guy who I have no idea who he looked. He looked like 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 uh, Timothy Chalamet. Like that's okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, maybe it was him. <laughs> we don't know. Because um, <laughs> that's who it looked like. Now that I think about it, as I'm walking to my room, he says, "Were you the one at the nasty show that screamed really loud behind me?" <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. said, "Oh, that was that's how loud I screamed so loud at the end of that joke." Yes. In laughter, that he did a slow turn. He was like. <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. I said, I'm so sorry. He said, it's, it's funny. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And so then I was like, I was just watching the whole thing. I was watching your whole DeGeneres that, you know, just to, you know, yeah. just to kind of get in your energy before, yeah. you know, we sat down. It's and, evolved. And then I and I said, oh, my God, I forgot that this joke was on. I for it's like when you did it, it was like I never heard it before, right. you know, because it's yeah. so... Oh my God! It it brought it truly brought the house down. It brought M. Tellus down. Like it was great. Yeah, 
And I'm glad we had that moment. I'm glad you had that moment. I'm glad you got it. I'm glad uh, the guys get it too. Yeah. It's uh it's uh <laughs> Even the Lord got it. You see how he got it? <laughs> he got it. No. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get into some topics cuz I think I think that it's not a lot, but I know sometimes we can get long-winded, especially because sometimes we don't always agree, and that and that can be fun. So the first, the first thing I love disagreeing with Zaynab. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's healthy, friendly discourse. Yeah, no, yeah. we're always having a good time. Um, uh, okay, so the first one is celebrities canceling tours due to the need for a mental health break. So I, you can't see it. No, but I can hear it, right? It's not a video. It's a picture. Damn. <laughs> it, it, who's out there? Y'all can see it. Yes. Yeah, so Shawn Mendes. Okay. Right. Who cute. also looks like Timothy Chalamet. Right. Right. <laughs> cute. Cute. All them little white boys look the same. Yeah. Is it just me? It's like they all. Is you style their hair a little bit different, and that's what gives <laughs> them the edge. But yeah. they the same. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have no idea which, like, I know, even even my friend, Aisha, she's in the audience, she was like, what does he do? I said, well, he's on tour, so it has to be music. But I also did but I not care. he's Selena Gomez's friend, because also a lot of these people getting careers off of being friends with people. That's why I can't wait when Zaynab hits that solar <laughs> system of celebrity, I'm going to be like, yeah, and introducing Zaynab Johnson's friend, Yamanika and Yik Yak. <laughs> Listen, if I if I if I ever ascend to a place where I could reach back and get you 94 million followers, I will be happy. I know you you ain't gonna reach back far because I'm gonna be standing as close to you as I was in the elevator. <laughs> you, you, you in Brooklyn. Right? Right? Yeah, Brooklyn. <laughs> you know Brooklyn gonna be there. <laughs> okay, so uh, you know Shawn Mendes. It yeah. was his first time. He's doing a big global tour. It's the first time he's be touring back since the pandemic, mm -hmm. and Right at the start of the tour, after a few shows, he did the, the show selling out like state, like a huge tour. Um, he, you know, releases via the web that he is going to stop the tour um, because he needs a mental health break. He thought he was ready to come back after the pandemic, but he's not ready to come back after the pandemic. And I don't know, there's a part of me that's like really, really like interested in the mental health space and conversation and the trend of like mental health and stability. Like, yeah, it should be there. You know how some things exist and you're like, yeah, no, this should be the case, but also we know when it's a trend, right? I think the best example of that are like black people. It's like, yeah, we know we should have equality, but we only get it when it's on trend. We only get opportunities when it's trended, right? Sex. So, so I feel like mental health is in the same place. Um, yeah. And I also kind of, so, so, I'm, so while that exists and that's true, I also kind of look at it really wimpy. Like, what? Like, okay, like a couple of, I don't know, weeks ago, like Justin Bieber, he couldn't do his tour because he, he had, right, his face. Did he have shingles? It's, was it shingles? Was it shingles? It wasn't. Some form. It wasn't Bell's palsy it was and it wasn't shingles, but it was some form of, of that. And every man who has that kind of breakdown at that age is because they doing some shit they not supposed to be doing. I'm telling I'm just telling you, 
There's some cheating going on somewhere. <laughs> I'm telling you, why is your body breaking down like this, sir? Why do you have this kind of stress at 25? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know if it's what he's doing, but, we, I mean, we hear the worst things about child stuff. After the child star is the child star, the stories that come out, whether they, I hope that most of them are not true. They're they're awful. Thank God Drew Barrymore is like just running in the rain. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. 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 It's it's terrible what you hear about child star, especially in the music business. Mm -hmm. You know, it seems like there's no protection there. Um, but I still, it's like it takes a lot to put a tour together. Yeah, I was thinking about the people who got to make money off of him. Um, you know, and they families have to pack up. I think, you know, this is a product of, you, you don't want to be insensitive because at, on one end, it's like something you really can't even really relate to. Like, I ain't got these kind of problems with, you kidding me? If somebody said go on a tour right now, I'd be like, just give me a cat carrier. <laughs> <laughs> and we going everywhere. That little kitty passport, both the cats, prior Brooklyn. They gonna have their little paw <laughs> stamps everywhere. I mean, you couldn't listen. I'm on tour. But somebody who is, you know, he's also young. You know, there, there, there's a lot of safety in it because when Simone Biles took her break and um, what's the young lady, the um, tennis, tennis player? Tennis player. I, uh, um, uh, I don't want to mess her name up, but the, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, was Japanese and, and yeah, American. The, the Asian Serena. Yeah. Half Asian, half black Serena. But yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she knows. I mean, she young. She's, a, you know, she don't know who Arthur Ashe is. So, <laughs> I mean, she Did probably Did you just say Arthur Ashe? Yeah, but that was our generation. Arthur Ashe. Well, oh, well. Uh, the Ash. name is familiar to me, but I can't tell you the what I he did. I forget you, you, you know, you younger. I was me. thinking like, did he play tennis or go to space? Yeah, he played tennis, and he 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 contracted AIDS through a, a blood transfusion. He was oh. a very talented black tennis player. He was oh. all over the place, and this was back when, you know, AIDS was there was no cure, and um, people was getting up out of here. Yeah. So really, the '80s was like the height of his, <clears throat> you know, his run. But you Naomi As uh, Osaka, Asa As Naomi, I just yeah. But um, you know, I, 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 one end, I love that these young people are taking their power and going, "I'm tired." But the you know Gen <laughs> Xer in me, you know what I'm saying? It's like if you don't get your ass up and go entertain this crowd and get you a body massage during the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. But the other end of that is like when if people are not able to process their mental health properly, from that can come things like suicide, uh, major depression. So I'm torn between it. But I think you need to make up these decisions before you decide to commit to a humongous <clears throat> ass tour. I, so this is I think this is a trap that um, a once poor and deprived person falls in, which is myself. Like. I grew up uh, monetarily disenfranchised for the most part of my life. And the reason why I say monetarily is because in terms of like love and support and like education and all that type of stuff, I, I was definitely surrounded by that. But in terms of like the means to um, navigate things easier, 
that just wasn't there for me, right? And so it's like I, I have a very hard time being empathetic to uh, uh, the person that has the means to navigate ev a situation that we are all dealing with because that's a human thing, right? Anxiety, mental health, t uh, fatigue, uh, depression. Like these are, these are things that we all navigate in and out of at every moment in our life. And then there's people who, have the, who are in a position to like, you know, I, when I leave JFL, I gotta go make sure they ain't knock my trash dick cans down in LA. But there's people that just, they gonna fly to St. Tropez for free. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's like, so I look at it as very like wimpy, you know, like very, very, there's two things happening. I, I feel like there's like this like really like wimpy thing happening because if you truly are, um, if, if, if it's so debilitating, if your uh, mental health needs are so debilitating, then that means you really need a structured pro. You got to get that. You really, really have to get the men, the the medical. You need to get the expertise. You really need that, and that means that you're not getting it right. But then there's this also there's also part of me that loves what I do so much. The desire to show up and do it is so great that I can't wait for the opportunity for. 60,000 people in every city to want to see me. I think, I think that's where you hit the, the nail on the head. You love what you do. I feel like a lot of people in the business, and we have a little bit of this in comedy, right? Where people don't really want to be comedians. They just want to be on a television show and be actors and want to be in movies. So they go, the best way to showcase stand-up, uh, showcase my talent like that is to do stand-up. And then you watch all these people, you're like, oh my God, you're a waste of space, you're useless, but then some of them become popular. <laughs> and you know, but you can see like they don't have the love for it. And I think that's really, uh, maybe that's the case with him. He, he just wants to be popular. But then the flip side for me, and the, the empathy that I constantly try to get rid of inside me, but that's there. I didn't grow up, I grew up very well. Like my family was well off. I didn't become poor until I left them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know about experience that when you go no I can finally pay my rent I'll pay my own rent you're like oh shit I'm homeless for like a year <laughs> <laughs> I was I was homeless my family comes saying how come every time we talk to you you on the street somewhere <laughs> and I'm like don't worry and my grandmother got a hint because she's like you gonna we but I knew if I went back to my family I have to they would take care of me but I would have to be in the church I'd have to be a minister and I didn't want to do that so but your I, sermons would be so funny. Yeah, my grandmother's been telling me like your she, sermons would be. I would, I would have, I would be. You should, you should have, you should have went through the church to get to comedy. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I did. I feel like that was my. I always had a. People always said I had a call to speak, and I just did not because I don't. Yamanika, you would be viral. You would be preaching about Jesus and niggas and bitches all at the same time. All at time. the same time. But that's how who I would be as a preacher. But I'm telling you that my ministry okay, is thing. different I'm so here. Sorry. No, what? <laughs> what? Because you just 15 minutes ago, you was like, women, we got to know on the outside, you may mm. not be able to not have hair. Yeah. Could you imagine saying that as a minister? It'd be so honest. T with Z. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so honest. I'm listen. I if anybody lives devil angel on their shoulder is me. 
I'm all every day I have to say to myself at least 15 times a day, don't say that. <laughs> I have to. But sometimes it's necessary for me to say the cut shit because I just want to help you like get through it. And yeah. I like when people say cut shit to me and get me where I need to Z over here gets me together. So I don't know all this. <laughs> you know, we've had conversations and it's good. I like I people do that get like, very blunt. Yeah, and I like that. Like I'd rather have that so we just start fixing things. But in the process of me, you know, there's a hard side of me that's like just dealing with reality. The other side of me that understands like for you to turn down such a large and incredible opportunity, something has to be going on there. And I and I think about there was a when I was growing up, I went my I went to a school I went to parochial school, and it was the whitest school in the, like every day I was like. Ugh. Can something have color in this school? Mm -hmm. Like nothing. Not even like the the token Asian kid. Not like enough. I'm like I was hunting for people. I was like, oh my god, please! I can't. Every day was white, 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 white. And I remember, <laughs> and and you know, it was just so. I was like, oh my god, like not nobody who. And then sometimes we get like a black kid that when they look around and go, I got to get up out of here. I'm like, please take me with you. <laughs> and it gets to a point where, you know, around. It was sixth grade when we went to middle school where racism becomes very, very evident. You know, it's not as evident when you're younger because a lot you're, you're filtered through that because you're kids. But then it comes a point where instantly we just notice certain differences that were happening. And I remember I was going through a tough time mentally because every day I'd be dealing with somebody saying some wild shit about being black. Um, uh, calling me a nigga, not with an A, with an ER, you know, calling me a porch monkey, your people need to go back to Africa, you're dirty, you know. And I remember this, uh, one of my friends, we, we were close in fifth grade, sixth grade, we really hit a hard pivot. And she had, in, had a birthday party and she invited everyone to a birthday party except for me. And I remember that was the point where I really couldn't, I didn't have the mental fortitude that I have now to protect myself mm -hmm. from people who are going to say things that are um, not protective to my spirit. And I just remember being very vulnerable and asking her why I didn't get an invitation. And she said, because my mother doesn't want niggas to come to the house because you're dirty. And it was a slumber party. And I'll never forget that. And I was in such a dark depression for an entire week. I pretended to my grandmother that I was sick. Mm -hmm so that I couldn't go to school. I just said I was sick, I was sick, I didn't feel good. And it was, this was going on for a week and my grandmother entertained it. And I remember it was a Friday and I kept, and she goes, well, you know, next week you're gonna have to go to school. And I said, I don't know, I still don't really feel good. And my grandmother said, I know something happened. I don't know what happened, but whatever's going on in life, whatever's happening, you have to face it, you have to deal, you have to find the way to deal with it because every place you are in life is necessary and God doesn't put you somewhere that you don't belong. So you have to find how to be back in those spaces. So when I think about people saying they have to take themselves out to protect their mental space, I've been in that place where I need time. But I also agree with my grandmother. If you need to be somewhere, if something's happening and, the, and God has put you in a position to have this tour this place to be in front of people you have to ask god and i, I understand this is completely faith-based but you have to ask god like give me the strength to be 
there because that's where I'm supposed to be because if he's encountering millions of people who are coming to see him, they, some of these people, you'd be surprised you're saving their lives even. Just access to the music that he's giving, the vibe that they want to be around, the, the lifting their spirit. I think you know what it is, and, and then we'll think, first of all, thank you for sharing that that story yeah, of course. and I'm and I'm so sorry that that happened to little Yamanika. Yeah, and then she grew up to be fantastic and better than them and they all try to follow me on Facebook and I go, "Who are you?" <laughs> um, but in 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 and we'll move on cuz I really never did intend to spend this much time on a young white guy. Um <clears throat> but uh I think there is, I think that there also is a, a smidge of jealousy, if I'm being honest, mm -hmm. because I know that he has the he is in a position in society where he can stop everything whenever he wants, and the world will just wait for him to come back. And I'm a bit jealous of that. You know, and That's I think that point. that does not, and I'm not personally jealous of him. You know what I mean? I don't know that that guy, but that that ability um, for some and not for others uh, bothers me. And so because of that, I can't really see it and exercise empathy you know, go to the place where you went. Because everything you said is true, and I agree with that. But the elements of racism, sexism, socialism, class, not socialism, but classism, you know what I'm saying? That those things that are very present to me, they, that gets filtered through that. And I'm like, ah, you know? It's like, if you're going to go away, Go away forever and open up the spot for someone oh else. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I don't mean suicide. No, I know you didn't mean. Um, no, I. Know you I didn't just mean, mean. I just mean like, 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 like. I know go open mean. up go a away. diner. Yeah. Go like leave the business. You get what I'm saying? But Zainab, go, go get a degree from Columbia. But Zainab, but ain't I a woman? You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. Like. We can't, like, you got, you have access to do all these things. That makes perfect sense what you said. Like, it's a part of, like, if at the end of the day my shit don't work, I got to still make it work. I don't have time for that. You have the luxury. But I don't have nothing to say. That's so true. And I Yeah, like, he's a kid that the reality of his world is that he, you, you know how, like, 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 Somebody brought this to my attention. I did Kevin Hart's podcast a year ago. And Kevin asked me something about, like, cancel culture. And I was like, I mean, I could be as vocal as I want because I got 40-something thousand followers. And so I could stand to lose 40,000. But I may change my perspective when I got 40 million followers to lose, right? And somebody, some, somebody hit me recently online and was like, ah, it's crazy because I listened to you on Kevin Hart's podcast a year ago and I just looked at your page again and you got 270,000 followers, you know? And I was like, so, so are you getting, uh, you know, are you, is that why you ain't doing the podcast no more? <laughs> yeah. Which is not, no, not true. But, but I only say that to say that's a young man, Sean Mendez, who can completely erase his page and then do nothing and 
come back with a whole new page six months from now and in a day, in, in a matter of t two months or something, he'll have, 50, he'll, he'll have 20 million followers, yeah. which we know that 20 million followers equates to tour selling out, to livelihood, to right. access to mental health, access to livelihood, access to uh, generational, right? And it's like, so that, the, the like, yeah, guys, uh, I thought I was ready after the pandemic, <laughs> guys. But that, I can't. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on from this. Yeah, let's move. Um, I mean, he doing his thing. At least he didn't have a projector drop down on his damn skull <laughs> in the cage. <laughs> maybe, maybe he knew about that before I saw it and was like, oh, no, y'all, I'm not going on tour. It's some stuff that's about to be released. The, you know, so and you know what the hip hop group they can stand to lose two, three members because it's like fifty five of them. Yo, I told her, I told my friend, I said, and I feel bad because you know they just gonna replace them with a new group. <laughs> yeah. Like, um. <laughs> okay, so we like I didn't, I didn't, I know me and you, we could just be yeah, long winded, you, yeah, so yeah, I put yeah, too many yeah. topics in here, so. I'm gonna give no, you an option. Let's do lightning round. Let's do lightning round now. Okay, but no, this is a clip. Okay, okay. So is nudity that taboo? That's the next one. Is nudity that oh, taboo? Wait, I got this seat. is this is a. You'll hear it though. Oh, you'll hear it. Uh, Kevin Hart. I'm hear nudity. No, no, no. You are oh. gonna hear the interview. Okay. Go to a nudist colony, like Sorry? once a <laughs> once a year. We go to a nudist so this colony. Is the What's going NFL on? player. Yeah, that's we go to, Yeah, we go to a place where like you walk in, everybody just gets naked and I heard you said. I, I, I'm I didn't know if you knew this. No, I'm just asking you what's going on. Okay, yeah. So we go to the nudist colony, <laughs> and you know we just kind of go around. You got to shave everything and show out, and especially when you shave your shit, it looks bigger because you gain inches from no hair. Let's back up for a second. Already, he got a little penis if he's talking <laughs> about that. Y'all just, y'all just. Who's hanging out or y'all fucking these people? Like, what's, what's <laughs> no, no, no. There are swingers there. But you have you you set the precedent. I get when you that. Get I, there. Wanna, I don't know why you're not listening to me. <laughs> I wanna know what do you y'all so y'all y'all get down, is what you say. We it's kind of the question, but we we don't get down, but we just like to be around naked people together. <laughs> you see what I'm doing, bro. I'm out of here. Hey, that's y'all two conversations. We just like to be around naked people. The one thing that gets me. You you hear what you're saying out loud, brother? I hear what I'm saying out loud. The I one thing that gets me is just, it's just eating. <laughs> like breakfast. What you eating, Chan? I don't want, you know, they're at the buffet, your dick's by my eggs. <laughs> I don't want your dick by my eggs. <laughs> I eat coochie. I don't want coochie by my eggs, even though I eat coochie and, <laughs> and eggs. <laughs> this is my Kevin Hart delivery. You can cut it. You can yeah, cut I'm, it. I'm still at the point you just saying. Thank you. So basically, that was a conversation between. Damn, I forgot the ex NFL players' name. No, I, he sound like every last one of them. So, <laughs> um, but he was sitting down with Kevin Hart for a podcast, and he was telling Kevin Hart that he, him and his wife go to a nudist colony, and Kevin Hart he just could not understand it, right? And the so the reason this is this is something that I hate to admit, but when I am aware of a person's marital indiscretions and you are so shocked by a conversation about sex or nudity that really kind of throws me. You know when a person is like a murderer, not that we know murderers, but you know, it'd be like the murderer to be in a room like, like oh, you spilled the water. It's like you be murdering people. 
So what? I spilled something on the carpet. You get what I'm saying? So I just, it's like, it's like nudity, that taboo. And I'm asking a person who has showed me her breast, who has walked around me fully naked uh, multiple times, multiple and I have times. not asked nor protested. I just let them on. I love it. being naked. <laughs> it's one of the things that I remember I had a partner, and he said one of the things that he loved about me is how free I was with my body. And I think it's from my family. Like, my the only person that really got dressed in my family was my grandmother because she was so religious. It was like she was wearing a slip pantyhose, leg warmers. You know, she was wearing a thousand things to bed, and my grandfather's walking around in his drawers. I'm walking around in a half slip. Just, you know, <laughs> just kind of like we at home relaxing. Um, but I think, and I was supposed to do I, one of the worst things that ever happened to me. I had a show got canceled. Not, there was some weather stuff happening, and the show couldn't happen. It's like a hurricane where I was going. But I was going to do a stand up nude. And Ooh. I've been offered to do stand up nude a couple of times. I love I love the idea of that. Now here's here's who I am. I love seeing people's body. Everybody, there's no discretion with me. Like, oh, you have a beautiful body. You might, maybe, you know, I'm one of those people. Like, I like to see the plus size models with their jiggle and their wiggle. I like to see the models who don't have like the like a leg. There's a woman I saw. She's like a leg missing. You know, I, all like where's the beauty at? And I think sometimes guys don't really have that. They just want to go somewhere and then just see a bunch of hot. Like, do you really want to see nude bodies? <laughs> you want to see my titty? Because my titties don't stand up at attention. My titties is down on the ground. I got a gut, front butt, back butt, side gut. The nude, the nude show that you were going to do, would you be the only one nude or would the audience Everybody be nude? would have been. I, I have a friend, his father owns a nudist colony. And they, it's everybody. It, I definitely would have been bodies that I'd have been like, okay, sir. <laughs> so I'm like this, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, come on, sir. I don't, I don't want to, like, I'm not a person who just wants to, like, walk around strangers nude or see strangers nude. But I'm also, like, um, not so, it's like, it's, you know, this is a great example. You stick your toe in a pool and it's cold, right? Mm -hmm. But after your toe has been in there for five seconds, it ain't cold no more, right? And so if I'm in a room and it's people naked, one or a bunch, it's like, oh, that person is naked. But then after that, it's not like, you see that naked? It's just like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, you saw the naked? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what else? Why, why, why else we in the room? You get what I'm saying? But it's also like if everybody is naked, then that means that naked is the normal. Do you get what I'm saying? That's the default normal. So it's just not like that big of a thing. But like to, I don't know, whenever, I think it's a, I think it's a guy thing too. Whenever guys act like really shocked, you know what I'm saying? Like really shocked at something like, especially fucking celebrity guys. Do you guys know what celebrity guys do? Oh yeah, they out here. Kevin Hart had to dance around all the shit he was doing in his documentary that was happening. I mean, I mean it's just yeah. like, and you reacting to him saying him and his wife go to, most people at the beach are nude at this point. The bikinis yeah. are thongs. The men, you know what I'm saying? The men are showing their butt cheeks. It's like. And I'm also somebody that has tested the line here at the festival on how nude I can get. <laughs> 
some of the outfits I've had on have been wickedly crazy yeah, and see-through. Yeah, oh, tonight your behind was out the other my, night. It, I'm, I made one subtle move last night on stage, and my crotch ate up the entire <laughs> whopper I had. And I just told the man, I said, I see what's going on here, sir. I already know what's happening. I just think bodies are beautiful, and I think, like, I mean, I don't, it, I don't, I'm not somebody that has to go, like, to a nudist area, but, like, I definitely am somebody, like, if I admire something, I'm definitely the person that's always like, oh, that, you look so good in that, you look beautiful, I love that, that look, I get a, people think I'm a creep a lot, <laughs> because I, I get that from my grandmother, too, my grandmother would compliment right away, like, she said, if you ever see something in, you tell them how beautiful you think they are. Something like, I've always been like that. I see something on a woman, I'll go, that bang you have is amazing. Like, it'll be some weird thing. Or I like the, look how your ear curves up like that. I told a lady that, that last week, it almost looked like a little, uh, I love like little elf movies and stuff. She had like this little kind of thing and it had, she had a piercing in it and it kind of stuck. And I said, oh, I said, you know, that curve of your ear is so beautiful. And she looked at me like I was a serial killer. <laughs> but I told her, I, I said, I know. Like <laughs> I, but it was so beautiful, I noticed it right away. And I was also like, why pierce it if you don't want nobody to see it? I became a man then. Like, why you wearing wear that then if you don't want to? You ugly anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Okay, we're going to skip. I was going to do this one. We're going we're gonna to skip um, commodifying a cause because that will just take too long. Oh, you know with me, yeah. It'll take mm. too long. But this I really wanted to add just because I know your behavior. So so we're going to bring up the, the the tipping, the Mark Lamont Hill post. Oh, yeah. You Did know you my see behavior. that? I haven't. What's going on? So this him? is a post that I saw. Is it up on the screen? So he's he just reposted though, too. it. I wish it, it don't really got nothing he's, to do with I, him. It don't matter. He's a... If he's listening. But no, wait. This ain't about him. Just, no. He's cute. But just stop. I'm trying to stop you. <laughs> They reading it, so I'm going to read it out loud. Uh -huh. So this woman, he posted this woman. She posted, a daughter, 23 years old, law student, goes to dinner with friends. She orders an, app an appetizer, one drink. The total for that drink is $22. The friends, who are older and also employed, they order entrees, wine, and dessert. At the end of the meal, the friends say, the older friends who are employed, they say, let's just split it. The daughter's new total is $84 instead of $22. What should she do? Get a whole new set of friends. <laughs> I, yeah, go ahead, baby. I, I, think, I think you and I may disagree on this because you are very, you are, you are such a, like, caretaker. You don't like the hassle. You, I, it is a pet peeve of mine. When, especially because, you know, I don't drink alcohol. Mm -hmm. And so when I sit at a table and I've had a salad and some french fries and everybody done had the lamb, the, the, the steak of the day, uh, nine alcoholic beverages, and then that, that person always be like, oh, we'll just split it. That's how you know Zadab don't really eat meat. Ain't no steak of the day. <laughs> steak of the day. <laughs> 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 it was the cow. It was his name was George. They got him up that day. <laughs> but you know what? You, I, I don't know if that. Yeah, I mean, he gets also the one that will have non drinks in the steak of the day. <laughs> but you sit down with that friend or those friends, and I just think that 
I think I do think that it's really inconsiderate. I do think that, and it's not coming from I'm like a I'm a generous person, mm -hmm. and 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 forget like being generous. I'm also a person that really weighs heavy on me. I don't really like to owe people. That's also a poor thing. It was so hard for me to build my credit because I wanted to pay for everything outright. I'm like, no, I can't owe nobody. I don't know when I'm going to lose this money. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was hard for me to, like, get into that mindset. But, like, to sit at a and for somebody to do that, if I'm ever in a situation where I know that I am using much more of the resource than other people, I call it out. Oh, hey, 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 don't even worry. I know I'm going to take this because I had. You know what I'm saying? But maybe that's me being a middle child of 13 and understanding that it's not all. You know what I'm saying? Like being accountable for what you do. But I don't know. How do you, are you, how do you feel about? Because the reason why I'm asking you specifically, Yamanika, is because Yamanika is also the person that for no reason will tip more than the meal costs. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I do do that. So Yamanika will pull extra money out her bra, like, no, because you got to take care of them people. You know, people they ain't yeah. spitting our food. They, and it's like, for me, that's like, like they wasn't supposed to spit in our food anyway. They always give a thank you for not spitting in my food <laughs> feed. I learned that again also from my grandmother. Here's what I'll do. I'm going to give you... I tip 25% always. Okay, that's fine. Um, and regardless, the tip's not, unless you horrible, and then I'll give you 10, but I'll write a note. I write a note on the receipt when they were not nice to let them know, here's your tip because I, I'm giving tips. Mm -hmm. But also, I would have appreciated this, 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 thank you for your time. But I also write notes mm -hmm. when people are lovely. Thank you so much. Because I know that their managers will see that and it's like a survey, a mm -hmm. little review. So they go, this person was so wonderful. Thank you for bringing a smile. You know, I do all that. So that's one of the no annoying things about me because people are like, come on, she's about to write one of these notes again. <laughs> and I get really detailed. <laughs> but I mean, I'm also somebody that like, you know, I'm, I don't want I'm I'm better with money now, but I always just came from a family like we just pay for like all right, I'll pay for it. Instead of this argument, I'll pay for it. I'll take care of the meal. The meal is on me. Whatever, whatever. And it's a it's a defense mechanism that I have to stop of like Yeah, cuz it 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 makes like a person like me feel bad and you sh I shouldn't feel bad for I shouldn't I shouldn't feel bad for only wanting to pay the $22 that I ate versus the $84 that you guys ate. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, this ain't your birthday meal. I ain't treating you. I got one friend, the moment she get it, she be on a third drink, I be like, can you, do you, do you have non-alcoholic? I be like, can you bring, do you have fresh squeezed grape juice? I be trying to get all the beverages I could drink because I know I'm going to have to pay for her beverages. But you have to also know your friends. So, like, I go. Then I be bringing cash. Like, I got cash. I'm, <laughs> Here, here's, here's three solutions that you can take. One, I have a lot of rich friends. Okay. You got a lot of rich friends, too. <laughs> so when they say den, I'm like, sure, because I know they're going to pick up the tag. Yeah, but you the know rich I mean? friends, they don't, and, they don't count because you know you're going for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also the ones I mostly <laughs> have dinner with. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with you. You're going to have the champagne pop, and we're going to have a tomahawk steak, steak of the day. 
and you know, with and, and uh, it's but, called tomahawk. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, I have I like to go with friends where I know we all gonna like. We're all going to eat. Like, sure, I don't mind splitting the bill. we all going to get down. I'm not that friend that's going to have one a thing or this thing. It's very rare. If I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat. Now, if I'm not in the mood to eat, I'd rather say, let me meet you guys after for maybe a drink or something like not in the space. Because I think that's also something, as a person, you can stop. You know you're going somewhere where people are going to break bread and have food and you don't want to eat like that. You only want a salad. Meet them after. Why do I have to miss the fun? Because part of the fun is paying. You want to pay. I don't like when, I hate when people come, all right. When you come and like, I'm really ready to get down and you're like looking at the menu. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. That ain't what we talked about. <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not getting, I'm not getting a salad, right? Because I can't afford. No, we the know tomahawk. that's not your. Yeah, no, of course. You listen. We made dinner reservations the other day. I'm not gonna get into particulars. It did. It wasn't working out. We and were gonna I, eat in the and, dark. And yeah, but I was like, oh god, because <laughs> Zaynab can't have this. She can't have that. Don't eat this. Don't eat that. Don't. And I was like, oh god. We wait. and we and we gonna be in the dark, and she <laughs> didn't go over the. <laughs> Yamanika, Yamanika, I'm so happy Shang is here because he said, when he said, I said, well, I'm supposed to go eat with Yamanika in the dark. He started laughing. He said, you don't even like to eat in the light. Yeah! <laughs> That's exactly it, Shang. You perfect. You don't. It's like even when she can see all the things, it's things we can't have. No, you just, Zaynab, you need to just never eat. <laughs> Unless we go into like a now, Zaynab has know some. Now, if Zaynab picks the spot, we can go and have a good time because you like the spot and you know we can all get down. But there's been places where I was like, thank God these plans kind of fell through because I'm like, I know Zaynab would be like, can you turn these lights on for a few minutes just so I can see what's here? <laughs> and I'd be, I'd be in the dark like this. I'd be probably almost poking away to like, oh, is he on the menu just eating anything? The lights, the, the tablecloth, everything I can grab. Uh, yeah, Monica, I would have behaved well. Before they turned the lights off, I would have told them my dietary restrictions. Yes. Yeah, you I would have. have said a prayer, and then I would have given over to the experience. Part of that I agree with. <laughs> uh, we got to stop here because we are out of time. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Uh, Yamanika, you, it's just so lovely uh, gabbing with you. Yeah, and you know we're going to do this again later. You're going to be kicking me out of your room. <laughs> it's just such a, you know what, let me say this. I, whatever the time is, you're going to let me say this. It's just <laughs> so awesome to have such an amazing, beautiful friend like Zainab. Such an amazing, please... She knows, please watch her and upload. I, I want her to get out of here now just so they can start filming. I'm so obsessed with her and that show. Make sure you guys watch her on that. She's fantastic. And just all her stand-up. And I'm also, even though we're a light crowd, the beautiful people that have come here with these wonderful spirits, you already know I adore you. Just the women here, just, and, you know, and Jeff. It's, uh, <laughs> hey, Jeff. <laughs> you know, but just the beautiful <laughs> and the lovely people here and the, and the technical, just 
and I see you looking at us and how beautiful and wonderful you all are. It's just good <laughs> to like, no matter what, when you know you with a good person, when the vibe that they bring, the people that come just be having a great vibe too, it's just so awesome. So I couldn't thank you enough that you let me come here and just have a conversation with you and, and, and your beautiful people. And I'm just so proud of you. Oh, it was amazing. This was, this was like, I, it's so cliche to say, but it's like when you're doing work and it doesn't feel like work at all, you know? It's like I'm turning and looking so that I can keep like acknowledging that we have an audience, but I really just felt like it was a fun conversation. So, yeah, yeah you've made my job for this past hour extremely easy. So thank you. Thank you. I love and you. I love you too. And thank it's an you. honor to be your friend. You be getting on my nerves. <laughs> I know I do. I love it. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. But I love you I and you I do. thank you. Thank you. And I adore you and I love watching you. I Same. absolutely love watching you perform. So everybody check out Yamanika Saunders. I'm Zainab Johnson. This has been Honesty with Z. Thank you so much for yes, coming and sitting yes, with us for an hour. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Comedy Pro, for having us. Everybody in the booth, the technical booth. Thank you. Have a, a great rest of your afternoon. Thanks for coming out. Please make your way towards the exits as we've got to get the next show started. Have a good day.